Have you ever missed a very important appointment or something because, you know, rain, snow, sleet, and hail? Or just simply because somebody didn't show up to pick you up for this? We're going to talk about that today. Welcome to the Pity Party. We are three Muslim women living right here in the greater Toronto area of Canada, coming from different parts of the world with combined lived experience of over 150 years to share with you our trials and triumphs as women with disabilities who are racialized. So today we're going to talk about, as we said, the weather and how it's impacted us. There's lots to talk about at this time of the year. There's so much going on around us, impacting us, our feelings, our emotions, our ways of doing and being. We're gonna have a conversation and we want you guys to like and share this conversation. This podcast is brought to you by Dean Support Services. Find us on social media, like, and share this podcast, encourage people to engage with us because hashtag pity party is a lot of fun. Join us in the party. Well, the weather. Today, there's a little bit of snow. There's a lot of wind. The sidewalks have thin, thin ice formed on them. It's been quite a week of weather changing. We sit here in February. It's Black History Month. We're also focusing as a nation on mental health. Weather has a lot of things to do with how we feel and how we experience things. What do you ladies have to say about it? Yeah, like winter, winter is like like if I look at it from a person with disability, especially since I start using wheelchair, like I really have to think twice and check the weather before I go. Even I have my van, like like getting to my van is, is a challenge. If there is like snow or ice and, you know, and my house is like sort of my and my front yard is like on a slant. So it's it's really a challenge if it's icy. I, I couldn't do it alone, right? So it's it, like to keep up with appointments or to really, I always have to give myself time and I have to check outside ahead of time to see if I have people who can help me, like either put salt or, you know, move the van so I'm able to, you know, get in uh, from around the snow. So it, it is quite a challenge. Yeah, exactly. And um, for me, well, especially when it really snows, the first thing I think about, oh, my God, my attendant would not show up, my attendant. So when you have no one and you have no one to clear your ramp, you have no one to help you, it becomes very, very challenging. I remember once when um, a real trans driver refused to take me for an appointment because of the snowbank. And it was, you know, when, when the city clears the street and they'll leave that little piece in front of your, of your, of your um, pathway there, you, there's no way I could get into the wheel trance. And they say, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And they leave. And that's it. I remember picking up the phone and calling my city councillor 
literally crying because I missed my three uh, months appointment because of this. Those are called so yes, effect. Those are called windrows, by the way. Oh, windrows, windrows. okay. <laughs> and the city doesn't want them cleaned up because it costs a little bit more and they throw it back at us as uh, homeowners or, or residents uh, to find ways. And it's so difficult for seniors and, and everybody. I mean, I see that with my parents, right? And, and it poses a tremendous barrier. But here's a, here's a funny story for you guys. I, I don't know. This is maybe like 15 years ago or something. Uh, my sister, who uses a cane to get around, uh, was coming home from work. And the bus drops her off at the intersection behind my parents' home. It's a major intersection. So she got there and it wasn't, the path wasn't really clear. She called my mom and my mom said, okay, I'm going to see how I can get there because there's lots of snow, but mom would climb mountains for us. <laughs> um, so she's standing there waiting and somebody calls her from a distance saying, I'm coming, I'm coming, hold on. And she's like, okay she had no idea who this person is she's just waiting at the intersection he comes and he's like here do you need to go across i'll help you and he's like she's like okay so he gets her across and on the other side of the intersection there's like this giant snowbank windrow all around uh the curve like you know there's no way to get around it the guy looks at her and goes you're pretty light picks her up her cane is pointing in the air. She's on this major intersection, walks over the snowbank, puts her on the sidewalk. She doesn't even know if she told him thank you. So cute. Like, she was just in shock. I but I guess it was, you know, a good Samaritan who thought he's problem solving and, you know, the best he could do was pick her up. So it's it's our number one funny story of how we encounter snowbanks. So the weather continues to be a barrier in different ways for people with vision loss, with hearing loss. You know, it changes the sound around you. It changes the environment and the cues that you get as well. For example, a bed of snow can be very deafening, no pun intended, for blind people. Um, but, but there are other consequences of the environment and weather. Winter blues, January, February blues are also a reality. And you know, in this country around this time of the year, we, we have a whole campaign around let's talk about mental health and, you know, mental health, the feeling of depression. It's it's real for many people. For some people, it's uh, just, you know, um, episodic, incidental. Uh, and, and for others, it's chronic and clinical. And people with disabilities, uh, often end up feeling depressed when there are so many barriers resulting from the weather and from things that are way beyond their control, things that other people can problem solve, but because of our disability, we run into greater barriers. And then we end up with, you know, mental health experiences or episodes that compound the barriers we experience. And I, I just want to add to that, Rabia, it's the whole issue plus the pandemic, the winter blues plus the pandemic. And the, and with all the snow out there, you, you have a feeling of isolation. Like, where do you go? You can't get out sometimes, you know? 
So it's that that feeling of helplessness, really, and and it does affect your mental health and your ability to, you know, to be yourself. Yeah, like I find social media is is for me is like an outlet. Like I have uh, certain groups or people that I talk to or try to stay in touch and share ideas. And sometimes we call, like, you know, I know everybody's into texting, but we, I try to call people. So you have that personal touch, you check on them and they check on mm. you. It just gives you that little mental outlet, even though you're still in, in your same space, right? But uh, I think that's very helpful. Yeah, that's so important to have that connection, connection. So call and check up on people that you think might be experiencing the blues or use yeah. uh, connecting with people and just talking yeah. as an outlet to overcome what you might be feeling. It's it's really, really important that we build that network. But, you know, winter and snow is also filled with a lot of fun. Children love the snow. I mean, as a kid. I sat in the snow making snow angels. It was a lot of fun. You know, we like to make snowmen and, and, and make snowballs and hit each other. It was a lot of blast. But as an adult, I stopped doing a lot of those things. And I, you know, really didn't find much to do until, you know, one time. And I, I only did it once. I want to do it again. Okay. Now I want to relive as a woman at the age of 52. I want to live, relive my childhood. So I want to do more fun things in the snow. And I hope, you know, next winter that will be a possibility. And, and one of those activities that I really had a blast in was snow tubing. I had no idea what snow tubing is about. And in my imagination, I thought, hmm, tube must be a big, long tube. I learned that it's almost like a little tire that you sit in and slide down a hill and I had a blast on a bunny hill. Yeah, that is amazing. I had I had actually a very similar experience. We went to a camp and um um and I did tobogganing for the very first time in my life. It was absolutely hilarious, but you know, it was exhilarating actually, just going down that with you know, that speed down down the um the what do you call it? I don't know. The slope. Yeah the slow thank you, you? <laughs> yeah so it, it was amazing but I, I i couldn't do it alone i had my husband with me so you know had to hold on to something because imagine doing that alone and you know not get, having the correct balance you know so did you do it with the wheelchair or without the wheelchair no 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 not no wheelchair without the wheelchair they put me into this you know toboggan i can't even i can't there. even imagine myself doing that that's like i'm losing total control right like yes, wow that's the thing wow it's like that's, diving that's it's like skydiving almost right for us right and you don't know where you can hate that feeling that free fall feeling hate it it's we like to be in control as people with disabilities yeah because we feel so many things are out of our control, we like to be in control. So we don't put ourselves in a situation by choice All right. where we have no control. And and because we've, in my experience, I find like I, I fell a lot growing up and I know the consequences of falling. It's pain for days, sometimes yes. weeks, yes. sometimes take you months to recover. So you know better. So you don't approach it because you're associated with pain, right? Yeah, unlike Rabia, I don't think I'm going to go back at this age <laughs> because of the same reason, um, Umaya. Oh, you're yeah. just a little older than me, Rafia. 
No, never, never mind, never mind age. But the issue is the risk of falling, the right. risk of hurting yourself, mm. you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing that I'm concerned about, to be honest, yeah. But we have to, you know, weather the weather and we have to find ways to manage it, right. cope with it, and, and to have fun with it because the seasons change. We live in a country where we yeah. have four seasons and we're looking forward to spring coming early this year. True. So this is a wrap of the pity party. Let's hear from you. How does the weather affect you? We would love to hear your comments. Please like, share, and uh, promote our podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.